Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Declan Buckley and Barbara Scully joins us once again. Uh, live from Washington. Live from, live from Washington. Thanks Moscow. a lot for that. Yeah. That so, was great. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, right. Here's your first. Here's your first problem, which pales into insignificance. It, yes, it's consider that. Really not, yeah, it's yeah. of no consequence at all. My <laughs> husband. So there's your answer, listener. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my husband and I have been together for 25 years. A few years ago, we became friends with a woman with daughters of a similar age to ours. So naturally, they became good uh, family friends of ours. Over time, however, my husband got on really well with them and would see them a lot, especially in the last two years. He left before we opened presents on Christmas morning last year and came back two hours later, having gone to see them. They moved house earlier in the year and ended up in a house just down the road from us. He helped them with all their packing and moving and is currently doing big jobs and renovations for them for the past two months. They didn't ask him to do that. He just started doing little jobs because apparently it would be nice for them. Uh Our own house looks like a construction site since we built it and it's in badly need of work. And I've asked him for years if he can do X, Y and Z to no avail. He's irritated, snappy, irrational and disconnected from our family. But when he's at their house, he's a completely different man. He's oblivious that there's an issue. Should we confront him and explain why it bothers us? I love the last sentence the most, yeah, as if yeah. uh, one option is, no, yeah, things yeah. will work out. Yeah, it'll, all, it'll all be fine. Um, yeah, well, yeah, obviously, as you've just said, like, um, this woman definitely needs to have a conversation. But, I mean... I would start by saying not so much of a confrontation because that could be counterproductive and not really a conversation either to explain what is bothering them or why it's bothering them. But just a kind of chat with the objective being to find out what's going on, Mm. (laughs) because there are a couple of red flags in this letter, which um, I mean. There may not be anything going on, except some kind of. fascination what's the other word I'm looking for like you know when you get completely obsessed with with somebody else and somebody Mm. else's home and all the rest of it so there may not be more than that going on yeah but there may be more than that going Going on on. yeah because certainly um you know the fact that he's the the leaving on Christmas morning before you open presents that would be like I, Mm. I wouldn't be happy at all with that and it must be very hurtful when somebody does that especially after you've been married for 25 years and the fact that he's doing renovations up the road while his own house is is neglected and the fact that he's snappy and disconnected and and grumpy um and yet he's a different man when he's up the road so you do need to try and find out what's going on. And I think the way to do that is probably to begin by kind of gently uh, um, trying to find out, trying to probe as to why he is unhappy. Um, You know, ask him maybe about the house. Like, is it really falling down inside? Like, why, you know, are they in trouble? Is, you know, these emergency Mm. renovations that he's doing or what? Um, And that's given him the benefit of the doubt and given him the chance to perhaps be honest if there is something going on or certainly be honest with why with what's going on um I suspect there might be a bigger problem here. She hasn't mentioned the woman with whom she's friends as yeah, well as yeah. to, you know, how does so, she react when the husband's So we around? assume that she's been in this house too and she'd know whether she'd it's know, falling well, down or true. not. That's true. Yeah, well, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I presume this woman's on her own as well. She doesn't mention a husband or a partner or anything else up the road. So, um, yeah, I mean, your first, your first job is to try and have, without getting angry, and I know you must be hurt, but trying to have a conversation with your husband where even if you 
kind of lull him slightly into a false sense of security by gently probing, you know, oh, what's going on? And, you know, what do you feel or what's uh, in order that he might feel safe enough to kind of um, be truthful with you. Um, but as I say, I kind of would would feel that you need to be prepared maybe for that to be the start of maybe not a great story from your mm. perspective coming out. Uh, but as I say, it could be just infatuation. It could be just that he's up there because he's infatuated and there could be nothing else happening. And I think a lot of that would depend on on the woman as well, if if she's kind of interested or maybe not interested. It's Well, I mean, yeah, you'd wonder what this is going But it also sounds like a bit... He likes that family better. So it's not yeah. just his wife, it's yeah. his kids as well. And, yeah. and you know, the, the writer yeah. mentions the word oblivious. He is oblivious to how we've, I mean, that's just, that's the most massive red, red flag of all is the fact that this guy, would, he'd want to be particularly clueless to be gallivant enough to, you know, clothe on the hill to do her, you know, renovations while, you know, his home life. Regardless, because, you know, her, maybe the house isn't the construction site that the letter writer kind of portrays in his mind, but it's still about priorities. And it's like, where is this person's priorities? You know, that he feels it's appropriate to be you know, off. He's even got that far of oh, I think I, I disagree. I think he's infatuated. And the thing about the kids is, if they're married twenty five years, their kids are probably fairly much nearly mm. adults. So he probably feels it's, that they don't need him as much, which obviously isn't right either. Um, but I think I think it could be just infatuation. But isn't it? The, isn't it? The, isn't it the other side of the coin of you know he doesn't think that he needs them as much is is the other side of the same coin which implies that they'll always be there for him. Yeah, yeah. And so therefore, somewhere in it, he 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 believes that he doesn't have any um, obligations or boundaries that kind of curtail his right to be able to kind of gallivant off and do whatever he likes. I, I think. Unfortunately, when you're in a relationship, you are in a situation where you're making compromises and you can't just do whatever you want. Yeah, no, you can't. And when you start doing this, I mean, it, like, I just find it boggling to think that anybody in a relationship thinks that you can just be off with somebody else all of the time and, and that's not going to okay. have any knock-on emotional effect on the person But you him. see, and again, I don't know why I'm justifying this for because <laughs> I know why. Yeah, why am I doing... <laughs> Excuse me, would you like to take that back right we'll, uh, now? We'll wait for the ad break for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not trying, but I mean, I, I, I kind of think that in his head, he's been married for 25 years. So he's taken lots of stuff for granted that, you know, that things will always just be the same way as they are. And that he's entitled, if you like, to, to, to help out. He sees what he's doing, perhaps, as being, you know, a good deed. You know, mm. he's going up and having records. And again, it's slightly paternalistic. Like, she doesn't have a man around the house. So I'm going to I'm gonna be that person for and her and do the practical it. bits and all the rest of it. But I think it boils down to the fact that he's doing that because he is infatuated with her. And that's a problem. Now, it's whether that's moved on from that and whether she's interested in him in the same way. And I think the wife should be able to pick that up if they are friends. I must say, before she even got to the renovations bit, he, uh, uh, at Christmas yeah. Day, he takes off before the... Yeah. Uh, uh, and then then shortly after that, your woman moves down the road to them. That's, Ding dong. You know, alarm bells are Would you do that if you were having it? Would you do that? Would you move down the road if you were conducting an illicit, uh, an illicit affair? Or would you, you well, know? who knows where their head's at? But it sounds like maybe... The uh, the woman in the other family and and the husband 
I both have somewhat skewed thinking. Yeah, yeah. Moment, and, I, I and, and, well, unless she's completely innocent and has moved down the road because, you know, her mates live down the road and it's handy enough. So there's two factors here. One is whether or not, you know, because while the initial phrase was we met this woman and her daughter and we became friends, she very quickly pivoted to the husband seems to become a better friend and is more involved. Well, he's, he's kind of stepped over the boundaries there. of the... Yeah. But know, their friendship, as in the friendship between the, the two, two women, women, seems to be like... Not as yeah as regular or not as whatever. I don't think that she sees this woman. But as I think often. it's odd that she hasn't mentioned that, that she hasn't said, "I don't see her anymore." We used to go for coffee, or we used to go for lunch, or we used to hang out a bit. Do you know, because the natural don't. order would be that it would be the women who would be hanging out and, and um, seeing each other. Yes, exactly. Unless there's, unless there's some kind of a bit of like. Uh, you know, something subtle or something, you Not know, so illicit going on. Yeah. So because that would be my tack. My tack would be to kind of, you know, drop a few truth bombs to the other woman if you were seeing them you know not like what are you doing yeah, my but I husband? think you have to be very careful with that if she's just an in like there is a possibility that the other woman don't you look at me like that that the other woman is an innocent you know kind of participant because she hasn't done anything of course not but if no, you, I mean, no if of course not a, but this guy's rocking up to her house and yeah, yeah. yeah if she you was know, a true not, friend she'd no. be going yeah off you, you go you, you know, saying Claude you're having an affair with my husband yeah. is not the same as saying so how are you oh yeah our house is a mess you know things need to be done around the house and those subtle kind of like you know but he's up my house fixing my why is he doing that if you're the innocent then you'd be like do you not think you should do your own yeah no I think yeah that'd be good but really I think the fault is his not hers I'm not suggesting that she's to blame in any way but what I'm saying is is that she knows he's a married man and she knows that too and it's just what's going on there's there's definitely a weird dynamic going on that she's um, both of the people who are seeing a lot of each other who aren't in a a relationship are facilitating you know that's step away from it you know I don't need you here doing this I'm a grown woman I can call in you know it's kind of flattering though as well even if nothing is going on you know that you have this fella at your mm. beck and call who's and it's very handy do you know fixing, part of me feels like the letter stuff. writer is the one who's been oblis- oblivious because if this thing has been going on a long time and there's been no um, opportunity for for boundaries to be set yeah. or a kind of a you know clarifications yeah. to be <laughs> sought and received this wife is the one who's allowing the situation to kind of go on and on and on and, and her own heart to be growing and and even that just Christmas Day story alone that's, she that's does, the problem the funny thing is though that she doesn't sound angry in this letter she's yeah. kind of saying should I confront him and explain why well, it bothers see, us I, I, instead I, of going I'm absolutely flipping raging I, you see in she says he's oblivious that there's an issue. I wonder about that. She also says he's irritated, snappy, irrational and disconnected from our family. So there is a hostility on yeah, his part towards yeah. his own family. That's coming from someplace. Now, maybe yeah. it's coming from defensiveness. Maybe it's resentment. It, or resentment or he yeah. doesn't want to be asked certain questions. Yeah. But I think he knows. Yeah. He knows this is weird. Do you not think that the, the letter writer knows that the whole situation you alluded to it already, Barbara, is that this, there's something here. It's like, I don't want to go over and poke that bear because I'm afraid of what of will happen. Truth, yeah. Yes. But yeah. I do feel that, that, you know, my intuition, the evidence are all pointing towards something that's not right. The and other thing is, level, and I'm not blaming her at all, but no. she seems to have let it go to quite an extent before she's kind of rattled about it. Well, maybe she has. And maybe, you know, maybe sometimes, and I think sometimes people write into us because they just want to kind of run up past yeah, somebody else yeah. to say, Safely. is this weird or is it yeah. normal? And okay, well, the I message from too. the studio it's is that's weird. weird. It's weird, yeah. yeah. And it's very and you're, weird. You're, you're entitled to be annoyed to be angry. and hurt and angry. Yeah. And, yeah. and get, you know, get things spelled out, you know? Yeah. Uh, basically, there's kind of three theories 
uh, uh, be, being touted from uh, uh, from from the listeners. Uh, the uh, infatuation, my arse, he's having his bread buttered on the other side of the road, says Tony. Uh, um, maybe it's his second family, says Chris. Oh, my God. Mark says, we all know what's going on. He's the father of the two daughters. He's engineered this situation so that he can reacquaint himself with his estranged family. Oh, I love that. Uh, and uh, an- another texter says... That's uh, from Dar- Marion Keith, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wouldn't insult Marion, Richie. You can come up with a much better plot than that. Uh, uh, Dur- Dermot says, it's obvious he's sick of the sight of his own family, fed up with being underappreciated by his own family. After 20 years, he has a pain in his hole with the same old, same old. That's him. Uh, uh, someone else says... <laughs> That's uh, him. For the love of God, maybe he is respected in that house, unlike his own. Oh. Try to see it from his perspective oh, instead of the woman's. P.S. At least he's happy. Oh, well, at least he's happy. Sure, if he, you know... That's the main thing. Poops all over you know, everybody else's life as long as he's happy. It's, that's dis- good. it's a dishonest way to get your happiness. That's, it is. That's it's what very, I'm saying. Is that, you and know, it's hurtful. Yeah. Do you know, honesty and transparency. Yeah. Very important. Well, I mean, it looks like it's potentially, you know, the, the damage from this is... Because a lot of people don't a lot want of confrontation. People don't want yeah, to they confront. Don't. They don't want to know. And, you know, and then, you know, even though they know that they know. It's like that song from the 70s. You know the one from the Tell Me on a Sunday. What's that song? You must you be mistaken. You know that song? No. You know, take that look off your face, Barbara. That's the one. Take yeah. that look Tracks off your face. Tracks of my tears. That's take that look off your face. Yes. You know, everybody knows. Tracks of my tears. Mm-hmm. Oh no! That's not it. Yeah, <laughs> it's take Sing that the look off your face. Take that look off your face. You <laughs> should know the rest. Your, your smile. smile. Yeah, you would love to be. You know that one. Go on, keep going. No, because I can't get to the chorus. I know what you're doing. Oh, mother of God! We'll take a break while they're doing this. Back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> There you go. Uh, that's the song that uh, um, Declan was talking about. It is uh, Take That Look Off Your Face by Marty Webb. Turns out it has no relevance whatsoever to what we were talking about. But it's uh, a great song, actually. Yeah. What it does is there's a great woman not wanting, to, not wanting to know, but she knew all the time. That's the whole thing. Oh, so right, okay. Know. And Marty Webb was uh, divorced three times. So, <laughs> so uh, she knows that she's so she so, knows. Yeah. She knows. Uh, method acting there. Jackie Very says, good. maybe that woman contacted the show because she mentioned it to the oblivious husband. Uh, who's been gaslighting her uh, that it's all in her head, nothing's going on, etc., uh, says Jackie. Could mm. be that. Uh, could be that. Right, here's the next question. I don't know if this is related to the last one. <laughs> I have two adult children, uh, one of whom still lives at home with us. Our daughter, last week I was cleaning the bathroom when I accidentally found a large vibrator. When does anyone find a small vibrator, I'm wondering? But anyway, <laughs> but I thought it was a bath toy left by our grandkids, so I gave it to my son. He didn't say anything at the time, but my husband was there and told me afterwards what it was. I don't know what to do. Should I say anything to my son to get it back or confess to my daughter? I'm mortified and don't want to embarrass either of them. And worse, oh, what if my son thinks it's mine? Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. What I'm quite sure your son doesn't think. Yeah. That's Who that's thinks that a large vibrating me. penis shaped object is a child's toy yeah. <laughs> who doesn't have one of their own <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean obviously the, the, the crux of this issue for me isn't about the kind of the shame around um, having a sex toy and all that kind of stuff it's more to do with the relationship between you know parent and child and, and, and that kind of dynamic which makes it kind of uncomfortable you're such a philosopher I'm not a philosopher I'm just kind of I'm just imagining because if it was just an ordinary man I'm yeah. just an ordinary man trying to make a day to day living um, 
I'm, I'm try- what I'm trying to work out is whether or not the son has already had a really funny conversation with the rest of, of the family. Of course he has. Oh, for sure he has. So, he absolutely so, has. Therefore, you know... The, the ba- sh- cat's out of the bag. Like, yeah, yeah, the cat... The, or is it a rabbit? No, it's a cat. Okay. cat's out of the bag. Rabbit out of hats, cat's out of bags. Yeah. I thought the sex toys were called rabbits. But I, I oh, sorry, that went... Whoa, okay, sorry. Sorry about that. Anyway, not that I know about them that way. <laughs> don't go there, Jack. Why are they no. ca- I, 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 I shut her down the other day. <laughs> why are they why are they called rabbits? <laughs> okay. Okay, never mind. Yeah. yeah Alright. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is this is the <laughs> daytime <laughs> slot. <Sure. laughs> um. <laughs> now you have to bring this right down into the gutter. It's Try not to be the philosophical. Gutter. It's not the gutter. It's like Carry it's, on anyway. It's just awkward want? if it's your parents talking to you about sex because that's about your parents talking to you about sex. It has nothing to do with adults talking about sex. And I reckon the brother has probably rang the sister and went Wait till I tell you. Yeah. Wait, wait till I tell you what I have in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, get was, it out of my house. I was told to put it in the kid's toy box. It, it, exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell mum? Or, oh, well, I, this is not Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> this is kind of like to infinity and beyond. <laughs> um, yeah. So, the, look, the bottom line is that the, 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 the mother engaging with the son isn't going to do anything except kind of make it all a bit icky and weird between them about that conversation I reckon the son has already divested himself of the said item and it's probably back in its correct owner's possession at this stage so I mean unless she <laughs> wants to you said to the have, word possession yeah. there <laughs> yeah unless <laughs> unless they're not that sort of family and True. They, they just don't talk about that sort of I thing even the siblings I think if you your vibrator in the bathroom in your parents house yeah, where you're a, living you're yeah, probably that a, kind of family in fairness yeah. um, I mean you know it is gas that she didn't recognise what it was but it, you know I think I think the thing that I took from this is she's now mortified and kind yes. of ashamed that she didn't know what it was and she doesn't know where to go and I mean first of all there's no shame in not yeah, knowing where it was it's kind it's of a brilliant story really, vibrators it? it's kind yeah, of that's, funny that was exactly it what she should do is now own this story because yeah. I would I would agree it's going to happen on Christmas Day it's going to ha- it's all going to come that's out that's going to be one of her presents yeah. that she unwraps oh, on Christmas man. Day oh my god and yeah. she may even find one for herself under the Christmas tree yeah. oh my god you know, so I think she needs to kind of <laughs> take ownership of the story it is a great story she should be able to dine out on it for you know <laughs> Weeks and months and years, um, and just see the funny side of it because that's all it is. There's no appropriate phrase for that. Yeah. Nothing to be ashamed of at all. Hilarious. Not at all. Not at all. How come the husband knew what one was? Oh. I mean, <laughs> my sister decided to get tiny injections into her lips last month as she was uh, had a wedding coming up soon where she will be meeting a lot of old friends. The problem is what she thought would be a small lip filler has actually given her massive lips. I can't look away from her. They're awful. She thinks they look great. But should I break it to her that they're all you can see now or let her live in happy ignorance? I'm wondering (laughs) if I should suggest decreasing them. I don't want to offend her, but she needs her old face back. The word old is doing all the work in that sentence, isn't it? It's doing a lot of work. Um, yeah, I'm going to park my, my uh, lecture on, on why society manages to make women feel they need to do this kind of invasive stuff to their faces for another day because regardless of how I feel about it or how the sister feels about it, um, we're all free to make our own decisions about what we do with our body and this is what your sister has chosen to do and she seems to be delighted with the results and that really is the beginning and the end of it. Um, So, you know, she doesn't need her old face back unless she thinks she needs her old face back and she clearly doesn't. The only thing I would say to the, the sister here who's written in is that if she does 
ask you what you think. You know, if she says, what do you seriously, honestly think of my lip fillers? I think then you're entitled to gently give your honest uh, reaction to them. But if she doesn't ask you, you really have no right to tell her uh, mm. that they look awful or that they look fab. She's got a mirror. And if, you know, if she thinks they look great, well, then I don't know why you'd want to burst her bubble and tell her they look awful. Uh, working on the assumption, though, that this is a fairly imminent wedding, and I don't know the, about the technology of these things, you can't get them deflated or anything in time. You can. She's, can yeah. you? Yeah, you can. Yeah, they hey, can gosh. inject. They can inject. <laughs> Vibrators, lip fillers. Uh, yeah. He's all over There's nothing all. you yeah. don't know today. Carry on now. Yeah. Did you ever get them? Lip fillers, yeah. Man. But I, you know, no, no, no. But I, but I look. I, I agree with you in the in the overall thing. I think there's definitely a conversation or 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 um, thoughts that need to be had about about the, this whole process of everybody getting plastic faces and having yeah. these you know immobile faces and what it says about us and what it what it creates about us and whether we're creating an entirely new plastic species. Um, but that aside, there's there is that whole. Um, it, it is that thing about like you look. She's done this. She. For for rights or for or wrongs, the sister has that in her face now. Whether she's trying to convince herself that she looks fab or whether she believes that she looks fab, that's her exactly. stuff. Um, and the sister having kind of little kind of opinions about that is no different than the sister having an opinion about her haircut or the dress she wore or the shoes she wore. Well, it is or a little bit different because you can take off the dress. And you can deflate your lip fillers. Can you, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, whatever. But the, the point of the matter is, is, is it's it's all rooted in the idea that um, people's image and their the way they present themselves to society is up for conversation by so many people based on yes. what they think they know best. And sometimes that opinion is best kept to yourself. So we both and agree. If the opinions were. were kept to themselves on a on a more kind of universal level, maybe the drive towards kind of all of these um, augmentations and interventions would, would kind of slow down. But the, the reality of it is that we live in a world where everybody has an opinion about what people look like and people then want to conform then people to what want it, but people are afraid of, of having broken down bodies and it's 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 all re- it's a, it's a forever self-fulfilling cycle of, you know, you know. Well, we both agree at the bottom line is that she has no right to say anything to the sister. Absolutely, She's got to yeah. just leave it alone. Right. If, but, but even to the extent of, this is the key thing, if the sister asks, does no, she lie? I th- no, I think but it's if also this... an aesthetic thing. It's like, it's like if I got body piercings or a tattoo or I got fillers in my lip that make my lip look like Pete Burns from Dead or Alive and there were big swollen yolks. That's in my the 70s prerogative. Again. Yeah, well, you know, that was more 90s. Barbara. Yeah, a bit later uh, than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was he not angle <laughs> right red, baby right red? He was. Same, yeah, yeah, that wasn't the 70s, was though. Was it not? No. Yeah. This that COVID has wrecked my head. Yeah, it's it was not a blur. That wasn't the 90s, was it? It was 1984 oh, when he had that oh my 84, God. right. But, so that was just four years after but the But all 70s. the lip fillers he did That's in the fine. 90s and okay. stuff. Okay, okay. And and what we said, and that didn't save his career. <laughs> yeah, is he still alive? I think, no, I think yeah, he died. I think didn't he, he died. Yeah, but, the, but the, he was on Big Brother or something, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But but the problem is, is that is that you know, having those interventions and doing things to your body and your face, um, like Madonna looks like a completely like like a Alien cartoon creature, character. Yeah. yeah. And and yesterday they were trying to shame her vis-a-vis Nancy Reagan, who you know the Republicans and the the conservatives. Yeah, I didn't get tout. that. Why were they making that comparison? Because I thought it was age. what you want. Because they were both 63 in the picture that was being shown. They were, ah, look at this tramp right. with her plastic face and, you know, her 
and bits on show. And look at this wonderful, and, yeah, you granny. know, granny woman. And, oh, I see. Because I thought it was like it was a it's the woman said there was something that, that, that I can't say it on air that, that Nancy Reagan was famous for in Hollywood. Oh, that, that was the comeback. The yeah, comeback right is that Nancy Reagan's backstory wasn't as innocent okay, as they were. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you need to fill me in on that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's just say took place mostly when she was on her knees. Okay. Okay. Giving comeback a whole new. Yeah. Come back a whole new. Yeah. So she shouldn't lie. Do you think, Declan? I think she shouldn't lie. I think if you're asked straight up what you think, yeah, of some, then I think you're entitled to give your honest opinion. If somebody asks for it, um, you know, like I have a daughter who, you know, it keeps going. Well, she's piercing and tattoo mad, and um, she got a piercing thing in her nose. You know, with the two things, and it just yeah. looks like she permanently has a snotty nose. And I didn't say anything. It's up to her to do what she likes. She's twenty one. But when she came home and asked me, I said, I think it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, you know, that's fine. but she, she was expecting me. you to say that anyway. Yeah, and, exactly. and, you know, and probably the sister will, will not be surprised if her sister says... Everybody likes like to them. believe that they're in kind of some control over over what they think and what their opinions are. And they're not, they're not, they're so not easily swayed by other people's opinions. Mm. Yet, unfortunately, that is completely not the, true, the truth. Um, and in this instance, I think, it's particularly when it comes to beauty and aesthetics and all that kind of stuff, it's such a big machine and it's a big multi-million dollar industry and it's also like you know so generic and shoved down your throat that you know the, the perspectives and the views around fillers and Botox in 2021 is completely Huge. different than it was 10 or 11 years it's so much more acceptable and you, you can turn on the television and you can see you can yeah. see who has the plastic face and, and that whole look has become so um, acceptable and mainstream that it's almost like that, that ship has sailed so it's like yeah. it, you know the, sometimes the views about it's not safe it doesn't look good too late for that There's, you know so it's down to about personal autonomy for me yes. and about whether or not somebody wants to do that have a conversation with them by all means and you know you can say yeah. your own viewpoint but by doing that you're just perpetuating the whole thing yeah. anyway though, though this sister wants to look good for friends she hasn't seen in a long time and I suppose the person writing to us might be thinking she's not going to look good they're going to go oh my god look at those things yeah but I think that's her perspective on what the world is like because to me I like you know a lot of the times I, I socialise with people who've had you know little nips and tucks and squeezes and fillers and whatever and, and they think they look great and the perspective on what that is referring back to Madonna who's a 63 year old woman with like a stretched place like a beach ball but she's like that's the new look that's the Hollywood look that whole thing feeds through media through social media and and, and therefore then becomes the mainstream thing so comparing yourself to all of the other girls down the high street versus you know Kim Kardashian and you know these women online and the kind of the actual paragons of like 21st century beauty the the sister who's writing this letter in her perspective is a little bit dated yeah, and as Barbara has often said uh, on this slot uh, many times before, when similar questions to this have come up, the whole like this whole idea about women having to put themselves through uh, difficult and sometimes painful and dangerous procedures just to look good. Uh, that you know, uh, while everyone's allowed to to say what they uh, to do what they want there with their own body, yeah. but there is this societal pressure on them to do that, which prompts Sinead to send in oh, a text saying, "So Barbara's saying it's a good idea to inject poison into your face to give herself an ego boost." So that's just how <laughs> that's how just it is being on the radio. <laughs> no matter how many times you say it, people will sometimes hear the direct opposite. <laughs> I, think I, I think I started by saying I was going to park my leg. I'm sure that lecture is podcasted many times <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, on our website. Barbara Jacklin, thank you both very much. Uh, you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that. Why do we help other people? Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. 
Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.